A quick word here from our sponsor of the month. For the month of December, our sponsors are Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services. If you want your dog walking, if you want your dog taken to the vet, or if you just want someone to come sit with your dog so they're not lonely, Jules has it covered at Fox and Hounds. Check her out on Facebook, Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services, or you can drop her an email, which is jules at foxandhoundsdogwalking.co.uk. Thank you, Jules, for offering your services for this month. One more time, our sponsor of the month for December is Fox and Hounds Dog Walking and Pet Visiting Services. Thank you, guys, and on with the episode. After all that, I've been messing around with, with stuff. Um, to answer your question, yeah, we've got like a, a, it's an empty unit that we're using at the parade, just just to hold our our mobile studio. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, they've, they've been kind enough to let us use it. Uh, it's a nice little space. It's just, it's a base of operations because what we're doing is is you know centralised the town. Like we <laughs> basically we're promoting the town. As a whole, and what a better place to be than in that building? It's just, it's just an amazing place to Everyone be. Everyone knows where it is as well. So yeah, yeah, you just say, meet us in the parade. We can have an interview. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, we've got. Um, a, a, he's been on the show before. He was one of our first guests, and he's a well-known guy that people love around this town. Wow, um, they, they love to they love to hate. They hate to love. I don't know what's the correct way of putting this, but we all know him, and it's Chris Shirk. Uh, Shoes be from where you are not. Um, I'm, crazy daredevil climbing up buildings taking pictures but respectfully Respect- um yeah respectfully i mean I, I i don't go out of my way to um to annoy people it, it, it sometimes happens um, <laughs> but it, you know, you know it, it, it wasn't my plan at the start of the day you know i didn't get out of bed and think right how should i offend people today um i, I just uh, I, I just uh, do my own thing i have my own adventures and um i blog about it well, nobody goes out of the way to to offend people, really. I don't think uh, it, it just happens to be that you know, gets, it's a controversial subject. It comes across that way sometimes. I mean, I, on Facebook at the moment, Facebook used to be like a haven for me. It used to be a place where I could go and just forget about all my troubles and stuff. You could just look at pictures of cats and uh, you know, video, stupid videos of people running into poles and things like that. Whereas now, it's kind of like there's an election coming up. Oh there's, God! It's all the Brexit thing been going on. Uh, there's been before that. There's just just a chaos now. You can't. I mean, I've I've had to have some deep conversations with people and say to them like, sometimes it's good to take a break from all that. It's, you know. Yeah, I, I very rarely actually um, actually go on Facebook anymore, to be honest, except to um, to promote what I'm doing. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not on there half as much as I used to be. I'm mostly on Instagram nowadays because Instagram's just um, Instagram. People just post what they what they want to what, what, what they want people mm-hmm. to see. There's no um, there's no mudslinging. There's no political discourse as much. You know, it, it's I like the, I like Instagram. The fact there's just a like button. That's yeah, it. that's it. Like comment. Uh, yeah, you yeah. can message people, but it's um, 
it's kind of a bit, a bit more personal. When you drop a message on Instagram, it's kind of like you've got to click that read more button and you're like, yeah. there you are, there you are. Whereas yeah. Facebook is kind of just like with all this political stuff that's going on at the moment, it's just like it's just a threads full of people just absolutely back into. And I used to, um, I mean, I, I post the odd funny thing now and again. Like I, I find myself like being like, Let's not get political today, Alex. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. And then I find myself, I share something. I'm like, oh, you've done it again. <laughs> you know? It, it's true. But um, the, the problem with political debates is, on the, on the internet anyway, is that they're all, they're all hypocrites. You know, you, you'll, see, you'll see one side um, accusing someone of, of something, and then that side will do it too. And a good example is the, um, a good example is the, uh, the, the European Union referendum thing and uh, all the all the remainers were, were saying um were saying it's an outrage that we're leaving and the leavers were saying well it's democracy so deal with it but mm. you know for, you know for a fact that if, if the shoe was on the other foot they'd be making a fuss as well yeah you know it, yeah. it's no, no no one's um yeah yeah everyone's uh and the thing is like with politics and social media it turns people into into animals, like you see the nicest people going, yeah, yeah, you know what, beep, and a beep, and a, and a beep, beep, you know, he's like, whoa, that was Margaret, that, that sweet little Margaret, like, you know, <laughs> where's that come from? And, and you know, it's it's divided people. I've known people I've, that I've had to delete members of their family, oh, yeah. friends it's, and stuff. You know? it, it's, torn, it's torn friendships apart, it's torn families apart, you know. Um, Personally, I think we've all fallen for this massive divide and conquer tactic on the on on, on behalf of the government. Um, There's always been a divide, like um, uh, the, the clan thing going on in the UK. I, I feel like it's been going on since I was a kid. I mean, you could ne- it was either Oasis or Blur, right? Remember that? Yeah. And uh, or it was uh, recently it's Marvel or DC, or you know. <laughs> Well, Coronation Street or or of EastEnders, like there's always like there's always like something you gotta like one or the other. Whereas I've been kind of like, well, I like both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I used to be very going back to Marvel and DC. I used to be very very strictly Marvel back in the day. But mm. um, yeah, as, as you get older, you kind of just chill out a little bit and just you just think, you know, just. At the end of the day, like, um, I mean, like, there's a lot of conversation about comic books and things like that. Like, they are for, they are for children, you know, nah. you should, but they're not. Like, I've read issues of Spawn that are grotesque. Like, I would never let Timmy read some of the issues of Spawn that I read when I was, like, 13 or whatever, you know. Um, and it's kind of, it's what we've grown up with, you know. And I think if you can change your outset with something that you've grown up with, uh, whether it be comic books whether it be politics religion whatever if you can do that if you can reprogram yourself that's really commendable i feel because it's something you've been brought up with and i think that's the problem we've got right now is that certain people have been taught brought up to 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 feel a certain way to think a certain way especially about like things like the homeless in shrewsbury yeah you know that talking about like a huge divide there is a huge divide there because some people are like oh no i'm gonna buy my coffee there's a lady and I think it was from the for the love of Shrewsbury the other day saying she went home, brought a blanket to to uh, this man who had his dog and it was cold outside and he was really grateful and there was not kind, really kind comments. Mm. Whereas when I posted something up about the arc last year, the comments that I got were quite nasty. You know, it's quite bad. Uh, 
I, I, I tend to, um, I don't know, when, when people start moaning on, on on Facebook about this sort of thing, I tend to just, um, I, 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 you know, I've got I've got a very cheeky sense of humour, and I tend to let that shine a little bit. Um, you know, uh, a good example was the graffiti. The graffiti crisis, you know, I mean, yeah, I say I say crisis, but um, it, it's just it's just words, and everyone's acting like the world's about to end. And I, I think um, if 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 that's the worst people people got to worry about, then we're doing okay. I think that just shows a bit of pride, isn't it? Like the people really like they waited so long to see this beautiful like bridge being restored, and uh, yeah, there's a bit of a shock because people are so proud. I had this uh, a conversation with Lee Meakin a while ago from Conversation Junkie. Um, you know, it's, it's this town is very proud, and people will get up up to you about things like that because they don't want to see that stuff happening on East Wall. Then they don't want to see stuff happening in their town, but you know, it's true. Um, and I've got I've, I've I've got you into a bit of trouble recently. Uh, well, like at the beginning of the year, when we did that interview for the biscuit, you had some guy giving you grief, right, on on social media, and I was kind of like, "What is this oh, all yeah. about?" That was crazy. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in ages. Mm. Maybe uh, maybe we've done a bit of a wishmaster thing now, and we've mentioned it, and it's gonna. I don't know, but yeah, uh, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Um, I just assume. <clears throat> I, I assume he got bored. Ultimately, I mean, I mean, come on, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the most interesting person in the world. I mean, I, I do interesting things, but if you were to follow him with the day in the life of me, you're going to see a lot of sitting down on the sofa scratching myself. You know, <laughs> it, it's just, um, it, it's just how it is. You know, my, my, my social media is, um, is, is, is my adventures. But no, no one sees downtime, Chris. You know, it's... and this is what I, this is why I brought this up is because you've got a lot of followers, both your blog, your Instagram, and stuff. You know, you've got a lot of followers. And does that bring? I mean, obviously, I know of the the one person that was giving you grief for a while, but has it been much more of that? Um. Yes and no. I mean, um, it, it, it's. It's difficult to. Uh, I mean, obviously, I get some grief on the internet for what I do, but a lot of it's not really personal. A lot of it's more. Um, a lot of it's more just busybodies um, telling me that I shouldn't be doing it, stuff like that, and a lot. And, and it's people getting offended. <clears throat> um, in, my, in my last in my last blog post, I which was brilliant, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I said that I would that I trusted the floorboards about as much as I trust the McCanns to babysit, and um, <laughs> and and that, that that offended people, and I don't know why because I think if if Kate McCann was offering to babysit and and you told her no, that that that's perfectly reasonable, <laughs> you know that's, that, that's, uh, uh, you know you, you'd be crazy to say yes. Oh god! Um, but um, but then the blog before that, I insinuated that I would um, that I would sleep with Hitler. And no one complained, and uh, I don't understand. I don't understand why why that's uh, less offensive than making fun of Kate McCann. <laughs> it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like I mean, like, I I like the shock and all things, especially on my other show. I say things to shock people all the time. It's my thing, baby. Uh, but like, I get shocked when people don't agree with me. But ultimately, in the, the day, I did say that to shock and all people. <laughs> like, it was, I said that comment was like designed for a reason. So the the whole McCann thing, you kind of take gotta take it with a pinch of salt, like you said, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think more people laugh than than complained ultimately, but yeah. uh, and it just, it just goes to show you, you can't please everybody, you know. Um, I I, t- I tend to enter the world with the understanding that someone somewhere is going to complain about something, and um, and if you worry about that, then you're never going to leave the house. Um, you, you, you know, you've got you've got to just um, you just 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 got to. I I think if if someone's offended, 
then it's really a matter between them and 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 their mind. You know, it's it's. Like, I think I think we're coming out of this PC culture thing now, though. I, I feel, feel like, we are. I think I, I, like think, we are. I think we're bouncing back a little bit <clears throat> because uh, there's been a lot of uh, ugh, ugh, you again. <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, there's a lot of aspects to it. I think that, that over the last, I think people have been uh, really desensitized, mm. uh, especially on social media. Like you know, they're seeing a lot of a lot of a lot of language and and behaviors that kind of really like concern you. When you see it on Mars, you, you know, it's kind of like, oh my God, like all these people feel this way. Yeah. Well, slightly unrelated, but kind of on the same vein though. I mean, if you look at the music industry, if you look at like the 1960s, you had like the Beatles and stuff. And then all of a sudden Alice Cooper came out and he had his makeup on and he was wearing a dress. And this is like 60s Alice Cooper now. Um, he doesn't wear a dress anymore. <laughs> but, um, but you know, everyone was like, oh my God, that, that's, that's horrendous. A man's wearing a dress. And nowadays, you know, if that happens in the music industry, no one cares. And I think, I think humour is going very much the same way. You know, the, the, more, the more tame it gets, then, um, you, you, know, you know, eventually eventually being outrageous is going to come into fashion and eventually we get desensitised to it all again. It's all, it's all a massive cycle. Do you feel like these shows like you know, South Park, Rick and Morty, things like this that are designed to be, a, like I said, shock and all, like what we were talking about earlier. Do you feel like these things do people a favour, these shows? Um, I, th- I think South Park in particular had, um, I think a lot of that was shock at, at the beginning, but as far as social commentary goes, South Park always hits a nail on the head. You know, it it, um, it, it, it makes you, it does, it, it does make you think a lot of the time, doesn't it? You know, it, it kind of, <laughs> it, you know, that's what, that's what I like about it. I don't know how that show's still going, to be honest. I was watching some, uh, the other night and, um, I was like, <laughs> I hope they got away with this. They got Mr. Garrison running around with Donald Trump. And I was just like, what's this going on? Uh, yeah. What I mean, the point I was trying to make is, is that like, what that does is it, it, it takes that kind of, <gasps> Oh my god! It, it's that it desensitizes you in the right way, you mm. know. So if someone come up to you and use the c word in the street, and you'd watch a load of South Park, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." You know. Whereas if you, if you hadn't, if you wrapped yourself in a bubble and stayed away from things like that, it was kind of like, <gasps> "Call the police!" <laughs> you know. It's uh, I kind I kind of like that. I would never like expose my four year old child to South Park and things like that. But I'm just saying that there is a there is a purpose for these things. You know, yeah. if things are absurd, like your McCann joke, like, like uh, Rick and Morty, uh, things like that, if they're absurd, they're absurd for a reason. Like they, they kind of make people, some people will find it funny. Some people may get offended and I don't know. Uh, I mean, ultimately though, it, it makes for a more interesting narrative. If I was to say the floorboards here feel unstable, that, that's a really boring sentence. If if I say I trust the floorboards about as much as I trust the McCann's to babysit, that's um, that's describing them in an entertaining way. You know, it's um, it, it's it, it make it makes the narrative it gives it a bit more depth and a bit more personality too. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. I, I like I like my personality to um, to shine through. Um, my, my friend uh, my, my friend once told me that. Um, my only friend. <laughs> she once told. She once told. Friend. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I have a friend who who once told me that um, that w- when she when she was sat talking to me, I, I actually met her through through doing the blog, and she actually said to me that that I'm exactly the way that she would expect me to be from reading it. Yeah. Which um, which I, I took that as an amazing compliment. That that shows that uh, 
Well, it, it, show, it shows that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming across in, in my narrative, you know, I, I am me, you know, it's, it's not well, just... I was, I was speaking to, to Steve Palmer, who's a local author, a couple of weeks ago, and I was saying, like, you know, when you read a book, when you're reading a book, it's like, that has come out of someone's head, hmm. like a blog. They're your experiences, but they are, the, the, the words have come out of your head. That's a slice of you. Every time you read someone reads a paragraph, that's a bit of you that they read. And you're obviously right as you are. You know, that sounds yeah. very weird. But, yeah. um, I think some people seem to be under the misinterpretation that I'm a journalist. And I've, I've had my journalism um, criticised before on the internet, <laughs> and I always have to like take a step back and remind them I'm I'm not a journalist. I'm I'm a guy with a blog, you know. Um, I set it up for free. Um, people read it for free. Um, the opinions in there are entirely my own. Um, if um, if, uh, if if something in there offends you, then click away. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You don't you don't have to. No, 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 yeah, no one's, no one's forced to read it. It's good if you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and you've taken, you've taken the blog on, on tour, haven't you? I've you've been, been to Germany recently. You've done lots since last time we spoke. You've been on, on some proper adventures, like. Yeah. Well, um, I set up, um, I set up two blogs um, a while ago. Uh, I, I don't think anyone realised at the time what I was planning, but I set up a, a blog called Everywhere from Where You Are Not because <laughs> I knew that the future blog posts. I wouldn't be able to justify putting them on the Shrewsbury from where you are not blog because there would be periods where there is nothing even remotely close to Shrewsbury. You know, mm. we are, we are geographically inaccurate. Um, we've had, we're having this problem as well because we've been offered doing things in Shropshire, obviously uh, mm. outside of Shrewsbury and with a Shrewsbury biscuit and kind of like, oh, we're Shrewsbury and surrounding areas. <laughs> this is the, this is the thing. When, when, when I first, when I first started, and I'm sure it's the same with you in the biscuit, um, you know, when I first started, I thought, okay, I'm taking photos of, um, of Shrewsbury from the rooftops. So it's Shrewsbury from where you are not. I didn't realise I was going to, um, well, I didn't realise I was still going to be doing it in a decade's time. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, there's only so, there's only so much um, you can do in Shropshire before you overgraze the past you and you've got, uh, you've got to widen your, um, widen your, uh, your, your circle, so to speak. And you did Germany. How was Germany? Germany was fantastic. How long and, were you out there for? Um, I went for, I think it was, I think it was like a long weekend. I think I went there on Thursday and I came oh, back. Oh, so not, on, not like massive, did you get, was it like ramp pack though? You had to fit, fill, fit everything into like two days, three days. Um, I came back on the Monday, was it Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember now, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, I, I planned an adventure on each day and sometimes two adventures on each day. And I just, um, and I, I met, I met my sister out there as well. She was coming over from California. I got my passport renewed and I messaged her saying, um, I've got my passport renewed. I want to do some, um, I want to hang out with you and I want to do some urban exploring in another country. So I'm going to come to California. Um, but my sister knew that I wasn't too keen on California. And the reason being, you know, um, I, I do have locations to check out there, but you know, the, the Californian people that they're, they're going to be like, uh, this is our town's oldest building gets 200 years old and i'm going to be like well so is my house um you know th there's no history there i think the difference with california is they could like legally shoot you when <laughs> climbing on their property oh yeah that that, that was um that, that was that was on my mind as well yeah that was, that was totally get out of my house <laughs> yeah oh god yeah but um, um but yeah so so my, my sister arranged to meet me in berlin um she was two days late because her flight got delayed and she ended up in sweden for um for for a while and I, was, I just had Berlin to myself for two, and she's the one who can speak German so um so I was kind of like hoping she'd get there sooner but then I just thought you know I'm just going to explore Germany by myself 
And um, yeah, I, I got the hang of um, I got the hang of, once you once you get the hang of the trains there, it's 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 easy. Yeah, um, I, I quite like Europe for 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 the transport. Like we went to Belgium and and the the, the trains, the trams, every, everything there is just like seems to run like clockwork. Um, you, I know you cover a lot of like bunkers and stuff over here. Did you did you go out there to see a lot of that in in, in Germany? Yeah. Um, the the thing that the the, the reason what the, the big reason why I went to Berlin was to see an abandoned amusement park. Um, and and I, and I, and I did. Um, that that was always on. That, I've I've had that on my to do list for years. It was always like um, I always said to myself I would, but and eventually I just said, but what? You know, there's nothing. There's nothing stopping me. Just get just book a flight, book an Airbnb, and away I go. But then once I was out there, I was like, well, you know, there's got to be more to it than just a, just a, a theme park. So uh, did a bit more research, and um, yeah, it's 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 Germany. It it, it was divided until. Until 1991, I believe, and, and the uh, wall came down. Yeah, mm, and a lot of uh, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of the buildings and, and stuff in the uh, on the on the east side of Germany are just are just left now. There's so much to see. There's so much old Cold War stuff out there. Really? Yeah. Um, I went to um, a couple of blogs ago. I did a um, a Soviet tank barracks, and all the all the Soviet propaganda murals are still still up there. You know, you, you walk in, you see a big a big uh, painting of a Soviet soldier in uniform and, and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's remarkably remarkable what's been left. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, like, um, my, my teacher, uh, Mr. Mr. Trumper, David Trumper, he's a historian, local historian here now. He, he gave us a, a Germany project when I was in school. And I remember we did, we did learned a lot about the, um, Heidelberg, things like that. And I was saying to my wife, actually, one of the best things he ever did was like for a geography project he made us plan uh, this mock trip from our school uh, to germany and we had to plan which roads to drive down which things are and we learned that there's lots of like lots of really nice history over there big castles mm. things like that did you see any of that there while you were there or was it just that i i did city i didn't go to any castles um i did get out of the city though um yeah, yeah um there's a lot of tourists in berlin and I imagine, yeah. And I wasn't there for the tourists. Uh, you know, I didn't go all the way to Berlin to to interact with people who can speak English. I I, I went um, I went to the outskirts. I I, I went um, I went about I think I went about ten miles north of Berlin in the end to um, to find an abandoned Nazi base, which uh, was particularly difficult because there's no phone signal out there. I was in dense woodland. Um, I climbed a couple of barbed wire fences. Um, uh, Apparently, there's wild boar in the woods, <laughs> but then I also heard a rumor that there's also live munitions still out there as well. So I was kind of like, well, you know, surely then I'll see some like remains of wild boar and stay away. You know, there's a there's a bomb over there um, or That's, something. That sounds crazy because I mean, like, you imagine. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I was gonna say you imagine uh, in this country they'd have cleared it all up, but I remember because I grew up in Wrexham. Minera, who's a big, it's a big hill up in Wrexham. They used to go and find things up there because they used to bomb the the mountain up there, um, and there's, they used to do exercises up there and stuff. Yeah, I imagine an old Nazi base would be kind of hard. Um, Did you see a lot there that made your stomach turn, or was it just kind of like old buildings and stuff? It, it was, it was a pretty creepy, it was a pretty creepy place to be honest. Um, the surface features have been bombed, but. Uh, because because the um, because the Nazis used to build it with so, so much packed in concrete, the bombing just really cracked it a little bit. You know, it was all still there. But we found a we found a trap door in the in the ground, which led down. Up. When I was researching it, it, um, I found, it, said, it said it was about ten meters, but I'm not sure if it was actually that deep. 
but um, it, it went down. It went down underground um, into this massive, colossal labyrinth underground. Really? Yeah. And um, it, it's 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 on the um, it's on the international blog. Uh, it, it's it was huge, and um, I, I thought, oh, I found a bunker. But then, um, then it just went on and on and on. It was like, oh, this bunker's got a door at the back of it. I'll go and see what's through there. Oh, another door. Oh, another door. It, it just went on forever, and it was very maze-like. And um, we, we were down there for a little bit, and then we saw a stairway going further down. And mm-hmm. I, I was just, yeah, it, it just carried on going. It, it was, um, I, w- I would say, it's, it was about, um, I, w- I would say... It was about the size of the parade shopping centre in terms of um, in terms of how sprawling it was, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, like was... that'd be freaky. If I was there, I could be like, nope, <laughs> no. But I mean, some of the stuff I imagine you did, like there was one bunker, and you were like, I tried the ladder, it was stable, and I, climbed, and I could just imagine me being on this ladder. I just, I would just be terrified. You know, so some of the stuff you do is uh... yeah. I went to a, I went to a bunker in Church Stretton, and um, and the ladder was only attached at the top. Um, the bottom it was just dangling, and this was a, um, I think it's about a fifteen foot ladder. And as I, as I was climbing out, um, it, it kind of like tugged under my weight a little bit, and I was like, okay, um, I better climb out quick because the, the you know the longer the longer I loiter on this ladder, the the more chance my weight's gonna yank out the top couple of, of bolts, and that's it. I'm de- I'm, de- I'm down here forever. Yeah dead <laughs> probably well <laughs> i mean like do you have any uh situations where you you travel far a far distance to a place where it's just inaccessible and you're like oh all the time it's yeah. um that, that's the side of the blog that no one gets to see because i don't i don't write about it because um but yeah it's very hit and miss sometimes you do go go a while just to just to get nothing um I tend to make backup plans now, just in case. You know, it's it's always a case of um, okay, well, I'm going there. If I can't get in, what am I going to do? Plan B. Yeah, mm. and luckily there's bunkers everywhere, so there's always a plan B. And this is this is this is another thing that you've you've actually taught me is that there are these bunkers everywhere. I want to come with you one day to a bunker. We keep saying this, we're going to do something urban exploring, but we never do. Um, I think we met up and we bumped into each other. We were at Shop Latch when all those uh, those nice chairs were out. Oh, that there. was really cool, wasn't it? That little yeah. mini garden. Yeah, yeah. We sat there chatting. I was like, I wanted to do uh, an episode underneath uh, McDonald's, you know, that the, the kind of cellar there. Uh, and you were like, yeah, look, I'll do it tonight if you want. And I was like, I'd like to do it legally. And you're like, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it legally. Yeah. Well, um, I, I would say legally dubiously. Um, you, you know, I mean, I mean, McDonald's was, uh, it, it was actually, I suppose I, I suppose I can tell you now, um, mm? because, because they, they, they re, they're reusing the, um, the site, but, yeah. uh, th- there was a door on the roof that just led into it yeah. and it was, and it was unlocked and you could go down into the entire building. And, um, and so as, as long as you can get onto the roof you can get into the old Mackey's building and, um. And I think no one realised except me. And I just—it it was my little my little place to hang out for like two years. Oh wow! <laughs> so like these guys that are fitting out uh, like this new shop that's there now—are they going to find bits of Chris Shirk everywhere? Like I don't know things that you've left behind, or do you? Are you very conscious about keeping things tidy? I, I leave things as as I find them. Yeah, yeah, typically. Yeah, because you oh, know nice. that the the, the the train station thing, the, the last blog. Oh I yeah, that's a sensitive one at the moment. Yeah, it is uh, a little bit. Um, but I saw this like 
It's bits around like old radios and, and bits that will probably be worth a bit on old typewriter and things that you could probably flog for quite a few quid. And I, I'm just like, there are so many people that would turn up to a place like that and be like, yoik, you know? And I bet it happens all the time. Yeah, but um, but it's not it's not me, you know? Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. And quite frankly, even if I wanted to do that, it, it's uh, probably not in my best interest to do so because I've got such a... Um, such a high profile for doing it now and yeah. it's um oh i wouldn't say you'd do it not no. at all i mean like i just find it bizarre that these things are still there after 50 60 100 years like just sat on a shelf somewhere like there's a trophy on the shelf and i was just like wow somebody like you'd yeah. expect someone just to yoink that so, someone someone earned that trophy that's that's the sad part mm. about it you know that was um you know that was someone's accomplishment once and uh it, it's 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 just there in in a, in a in a in a living room with no floor yeah, I think I, I think as well. Um, like speaking of like past uh, people earning things and the kind of history and the story behind sort of things. I feel like I feel like Shrewsbury is kind of de- like we're talking about desensitized. It. I feel like I've been desensitized a lot by Shrewsbury and the history here because um, I'm I used to be like really empathetic about things. I like I I go into the prison and I'd be like, oh my god, imagine how many sad people were here, and I'd feel that. I would feel that I would absorb it, and it would make me feel really eerie. Whereas, uh, I walk around the parade now, and I, you know, and I'm kind of like, da, 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 da. don't feel anything of that, and you'd expect really? it to really. Well, the expect- parade was a hospital, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had Stan Stedman come and tell us the whole history of the. Uh, I love Stan Stedman. He's he's a he's a, he's a, he's just he's, he's an amazing <laughs> tour guide. He's he's a fantastic guy. He's very very supportive of what we do, which is it's just really nice, really nice because. Oh, it's, 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 when you make something uh, that gets like credibility, like uh, anything that Stan Sedman says, is is credible. Yeah, you know he's one of those guys, and you, you're just like, it's Stan Sedman, man. <laughs> so when he's saying it, you kind of like, oh, if he says it, it's probably fact. Yeah, yeah, and and that gives it gives me a bit of you know makes me feel like a warm glow. <laughs> you put something on there for the shoes, be like. You know, you sort of keep up with the hard work or something. You know, I was just like, oh, Stan. You know, but um, let, what was I saying? I was, I think, <laughs> I was uh, saying something. We've gone off a bit of a tangent. We were, we were, but no. I feel like, I mean, last night I walked back. I came, went, I went to Birmingham to watch. Uh, I met some some pod friends. Uh, shout out to Gemma Williams from the Talking Cods Wallop podcast. Hello, Gemma, and to Jamie Westwood from the Superhero Bar Fight podcast, which is part of the Thorskin channel. Anyway, um, Hi, Jamie. <laughs> Um, we we met up and watched uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Anyway, I was I was coming back, and I walked from the train station home, and I walked up Castle Street, turned left uh, towards uh, Windsor Place, past the parade, down down then down the cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you'd expect like that to be terrifying. It's quite a dark little part of town during the night, and I was just kind of like, this is cool, man. I had my Run the Jewels playing in my headphones, and I was walking, and I, I was so happy. Whereas a few years ago, I'd have been like, nope. So Shrewsbury's done me a favour, really, I think. Yeah, um, I would say it's definitely done me a favour as well. I mean, I, I used to be, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I used to be a lot more, um, a lot more, I don't want to say reclusive because I'm still quite reclusive. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, but uh, I'm definitely more, I'm less worried about putting myself out there now. You know, I'll just, uh, you, you know, I've, I've, I found my, I found my thing. You know, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing what I enjoy doing, and I'm doing it unashamedly. 
Is that a word, unashamedly? <laughs> well, it um, is now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it'll be in my next blog. The word unashamedly <laughs> would be, will be in there somewhere. Watch have out you, for it. Have you ever um, turned anyone's heads? Like, you know, these people are like, oh, that Chris Shirk, and then you've kind of persuaded them that actually you're doing a good thing. Have you ever, ever turned anybody to the dark side, if you like? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not that bad, actually, really, is he? I, I, I don't know. You don't um, know? I, if I, anybody has, like... I genuinely, I feel like just write into the show, and I'll let Chris know that you've messaged. Or write into the blog, yeah, and uh, just say like, if you ever thought, if you've changed your mind about uh, Chris about what he does because of how he does it, just write in and, and tell us your story because I think it is interesting because it, it is a rebellious thing to do. But the way you write those blogs and the way you the way you present it is is really important. I feel like I didn't know that train station existed. That from your last blog, I I didn't know that there was a, a huge crash there because it's got lost in history. Like exactly, yeah, and you, you know everything is um, everything is temporary, and and no one, no, no we we don't, we don't always realize this because things are around for so long. But if you, if you look at, um, I'm trying to think of a good example now. But the, 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 throughout my blog, there are plenty of places which I've which I've written about which aren't there anymore. Places get demolished, and and. Um, in, in a in a way, uh, in a way, but by 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 taking pictures, you know, they're not, they're not the most brilliant pictures, but you know, they're they're, they're, they're something. Um, it's it's documented. It's. Uh, I'm it's... finding myself really like enjoying history lately. <laughs> and like uh, last night, I was tell- I was telling them about uh, the camera beer festival. Oh yeah, I was telling them about uh, Nori, and he was like, "You don't you don't pay for drink. You you have the gold band and you drink for free." And I was like, "Yeah, that's great. That was a great Nori impression, by the way. If anybody knows Nori uh, uh, from camera." And uh, I was like, it was at a church, and they were like, and they were laughing. They were like, "Wow, there's a beer festival at a church." And I was like, "I have you know uh, that the, uh, the the churches used to make their own wine, and they used to ferry them back into to this one and the other." And I was, and I was like, "So it's actually a perfect place for a beer festival." So <laughs> have you know? And that's, I wouldn't have said that if it wasn't for things I've learned on Shrewsbury. You know, yeah, history is really fascinating, and um, and. I'll, I will say writing the blog has been really educational for me as well because obviously <laughs> I, I research places and um, and I find out about them and um, yeah I, I'm learning as I go uh, so have you uh, like truthfully now have you ever got it wrong and you've had to like backpedal oh god why have I done that all the time yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah I, I do I do go back and edit sometimes if I if I get stuff wrong because you know, I'm limited to my to my um, resources, and obviously they get stuff wrong. And that's one thing to remember is that, you know, I think I think the word I use the most is probably allegedly because I've learned that putting that in front of any any statement kind of like gets you off the hook if it is wrong. You know, it allegedly was like this, and uh, you know that's just that's that's like my little uh, my little safety net word almost. Um, yeah, and you know. Following on from what we were saying about sort of style and credibility, I feel like through you learning, uh, making the mistakes, going back, you know, learning, 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 uh, you, you've you added your own credibility in, in some weird way. You've kind of, if, if somebody read something on your blog, they'd be like, well, Chris Shirk said it. And I love the fact that you've gone from this rebellious little scamp that climbs up buildings, oh, there he is again, you know, scaling the walls, uh, to... to have you read his blog though? 
have you read his blog? You know, it's one of those things that you've turned a rebellious act into something that people actually really enjoy in the town. And I really like that. Well, this is this is really interesting for me to hear because because I, I just write it, but I, I pay very um, little attention to the feedback. Um, I do, I do. And the, the last show we did um, was actually a big boost in likes, comments and things at the beginning of my show. When we first started, it was it was Chris Shirk's amazing. I can't wait to hear this. I listen. I, I like his blog, blah, blah, blah. I love, love, I love Chris Shirk. Nothing for the biscuit, just all about Chris Shirk. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> so that's all I can say is that you do have a lot of credibility. So, I mean very carefully just keep doing what you're doing because uh, you know people enjoy well um there, 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 there's a few um there's, there's a few there's, there's a few things Go, going back to politics now and this is uh this is something which has been on my mind is the um the tory manifesto is uh that they're going to they're going to change the trespass laws um or so or so they say um they, they've said they're going to do this if um I think it, I think it's part of their clamp down on gypsies and travellers and stuff like that. But they are they are going to change trespass laws, and if that happens, then um, well, the future of the um, of the blog is 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 rather uncertain because. Uh, but the thing is, if nobody owns a property, and you're trespassing, and uh, there's nobody there to put in a file and a complaint, then how can? Absolutely, but. Um, I, I I don't know. It's a it, it's one it's 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 something. Uh, basically, tre- trespass laws at the moment. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to use the postal service as an example now. So the postman he can he can trespass on your property to deliver your mail, um, and that, that's civil trespass. He's he's on your property, but he's not doing any harm. Um, if the postman was to come up your up your garden and um, and smash your window to hand you your mail, then uh, that's breaking and entering. Yeah, um, and I, I worked with this for a while. You know, we, I used to work as as a security guard. And when you like when you ban someone from a property and they keep coming on that property, it's civil trespasses. Mm. If I was to if I wanted to to remove them from the thing properly, I would have to go through a civil court proceedings that the police would just be like well i can remove him but he's just going to come back you know but but if the laws change and civil trespass becomes a criminal offense then um i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right now i'm not gonna stop exploring but i might stop blogging about it because because you know the shrewsbury from where you are not is quite a high profile thing the police know who i am uh, and and it's just it's just it's just it's a case of you know if, if someone was to complain about about it after the law changes then um I could be in a I could be in a spot of bother there. Um, mm. It's uh, it, it's something which I'm which uh, I'm contemplating. I'm contemplating the ramifications of it. Definitely, it's uh, yeah. It's- I can see why it'd be a big worry to you. Um, I mean, I and you've got to, you've got to think of you've got to think of things past yourself because I mean I know you're quite respectful. You don't leave a mess. You don't break things and you don't climb up buildings and leave rubble falling off the side of buildings things like that you know but there are other people out there that will that would definitely do the opposite <laughs> you know and, and they would take that typewriter and they would take that radio and they would break in windows and things like that so absolutely yeah it's 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 kind of like you stick between a rock and a hard place really because you want to protect these properties and you you want to make sure that there aren't hooligans going out there smashing things up at the same time you want to carry on doing what you're doing um maybe we could we could put together and get you like a, i don't know some sort of press pass <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be that would be amazing actually yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've got my disclaimer on my blog at the moment, which which specifies that you know I don't I don't force entry and that I'm respectful, and also that I do not disclose a location because that's that, and and, that, and I encourage people to um, you, you know to not try to emulate what I'm doing um, because I don't want responsibility for it if if they do about can I say about no we can't swear but it's fine I'll bleep it out okay. mess about yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that responsibility. Um, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of rooftoppers in Shrewsbury at the moment, and they're doing, um, they're doing some amazing uh, feats of parkour and stuff, and backflips and whatnot. Really? All, yeah, all over the rooftops, and um, and I'm looking at them and thinking, well, they're more athletic than I am, but uh, you know, some of these are like like 14 years old. And I'm just thinking, if one of them slips and falls, then you know, uh, that's gonna not only is a young child gonna lose their life uh it'd be very very sad of course but then then people will be like oh chris shirk chris shirk what have you done it's it's really annoying i'm not the i'm not the only one doing what i do but i'm arguably the loudest and and that'd be the pariah wouldn't you you'd be like (laughs) yeah this is it this is once um i think if uh in regards to the trespassing laws if um i I think it's it's going to all they really need would be would be someone who they can make an example out of, you know. So if all the things, I, I wonder why they've done that. I mean, like, if if any government went to war, the gypsies they'd lose. Ultimately, uh, it would be it would be horrible. It would take years and years and years to clear up because um, the way that they the way that they handled the whole gypsy traveller thing is is through respect and kind of gentle I mean I know no, there was that camp a couple of years ago that they had to storm and it was all over the press and it was quite nasty but other than that I mean there, there are there are, I don't know it's it's, it's dodgy ground but uh, uh, going in and kicking the doors down and, and throwing them off places doesn't always work I'm just saying like, you've got to do these things gently yeah um, personally you know I, I, I've I've given it a lot of thought and I don't I don't yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think that it's it's pretty unfeasible. I mean, I mean, for for starters, if if all forms of trespass were illegal, then nobody would pay their TV license anymore because the TV license goons wouldn't be able to come to um come up your garden to uh, to knock on your door. And um, well, and, they must have some sort of pass, some sort of like, document that says they can do that. And if they can get it, then why can't you? That, that is a very good point mm-hmm. um, because you are offering. What you're offering is heritage. You're telling people what is about in their town and what it, what what has become of these buildings in the in the, you know in the decay of time. Mm. Uh, and you do things respectfully. Uh, I, I, I think you know without without sounding too arrogant. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to sound really arrogant. People are going to love this in the future. You know, 20 years from now, people are going to be looking back on. Um, on on the blog and they, and and you know it, I think I think it's going to be a lot bigger than it is now because it because it's showing um, it, it's showing the town as it was at the moment it's showing it you know it, it was still within still within recent memory but I think in the future it's going to it, it's going to be a lot more popular. The thing about your blog is is timeless, right? I mean, like it's it's a niche thing that is uh, like once you've taken those pictures, I mean unless you go back in 10 years and things have decayed even more, then pictures are there forever, man. Mm. You know, and people can see, see like the one with the, the, the brothel and the, on the corner of, by, by, uh, Abbey Forgate, uh, that, that's unbelievable. And now they've just, they've turned it into a residence now. <laughs> no, it's funny. You should mention brothels because I recently got into the one in Colum next to the seven stars. Oh, and, right. And that's about to be demolished. So when that blog goes out, the building won't be standing anymore. 
Oh, right. So, yeah, see, um, this is what I mean. You, mm. You've captured that bit of history. Okay. And I had no idea there was an old... <laughs> I'll see. Next time you go to a brothel, let me... No, that sounds wrong. Uh, wow. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, I mean, there, there wasn't anything left in there. Um, there was an England flag flying for some reason. I'm not sure I'm not sure why that would be in a brothel unless, you know, you, you get to... But the reason I like the brothel one isn't because it's a brothel. It's because there was, there was lots of evidence that was left behind as to what it was. Hmm. Like, the, the, the train station, it was just... It had been stripped bare, wasn't it? Well, it didn't look like a train station. Whereas if there was certain paraphernalia about that made it look still like a train like the two toilets thing was probably a guess I guess you know you know there was two toilets in there yeah that, that's actually a pretty yeah that's, yeah um, but because uh, how, how often do you have two toilets downstairs you know so obviously they were the public toilets but um, that that brothel thing it had it had the things up on the wall it had the bar it was did it have the bar still did it have a bar I can't remember there were things on the wall, though, wasn't there? And it's kind of like you can stand there and you can almost get a feel of it. Like at the prison, mm. like, you know, uh, like at the parade, I guess. Yeah. But mm, that's why I like that. So what what are you? What are your plans for the future? Have you got any more plans to any more elaborate Eastern European, American, wherever you want to go? Um, I'm currently uh, I'm torn on my next international destination. I mean, I'm, I want to do France. Because there's a lot out in France. Oh, that would be amazing. But at the same time, I'm starting to. I've I've been like mapping out um, abandoned places across Russia at the moment, and I know a little bit of Russian, so I'm thinking. And I, I've been talking to some of the um, Russian urban explorers, and you know, and the the only the only problem with Russia is it's so big, and you know, everything is. Um, you know, I, I mapped out a couple hundred abandoned places and zoomed out and realised I'd covered an area the size of Wales. Yeah. And even that was just a, a tiny, tiny portion of Russia, and I thought this is this is gonna this is gonna take a lifetime, you know. If if I was if I was to explore Russia, that that would be and like to do that legitimately as well with the, how the Russian government is. It would be quite difficult, I imagine. Um, see, I, I'm researching this because I, th I think the uh, I, I think the Russians are a little bit more um, relaxed on the whole urban exploring thing. Really? Yeah. Um, I've seen some of these crazy Ukrainians that jump from roof to roof. Like they're they're like the the elite, aren't they? They're like they do some crazy stuff over there. But, but then the, the Germans are pretty relaxed about it as well. Um, I, I think it's a case of if you get caught, then they'll ask you to leave. But at the same if time, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But um, you, you know, it's it's everyone. Everyone seems pretty. Um, I've been looking at a lot of abandoned churches across Russia, and and they, they, a lot of them just tend to be to be left and if you want to walk in and have a look around you can um but they are dilapidated and falling apart yeah um, and i imagine um there are certain because like russia's watch <laughs> uh russia's been in conflict for hundreds of years with different you know parts of uh what they annexed into and things like that so like ukraine and mm. you know things like uh but france as well would just be like the gold mine, I imagine. Have you ever, have you got a GoPro and things like that that you could probably maybe you can do it like a YouTube like uh, documentary sort of thing? I wish. No, I haven't got a GoPro. I'm actually like um, I'm actually really lacking in resources to be honest. I don't know how I managed to. Um, I, I I don't know. I just I have my camera and I have a torch and um, I bring a first aid kit with me, obviously. And uh, I'm and thinking we should. We should do something sometime. We should do like a collaboration. I see if I can get a camera because I know I've got people that can borrow a GoPro off. We could do a biscuit, uh, biscuit from where you are not, and we can do like go on, go on tour, man. We can do something together, and we can we can get like, loads of likes on on the social medias. Um, 
It's all about the likes. It's all <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like and share and subscribe. And serotonin. Uh, <laughs> give me some love, people. <laughs> no, it's it'd be good content. I mean, especially if we were doing things in in Shropshire. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the idea of going to France and and like looking at like the the all the uh, the chambers, the old like what the catacombs. Catacombs. That's the one. Catacombs. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really interesting because. There's, there's like 200 miles of them, and oh, some God, some of them are open to the public, and and some of them aren't. And um, I've been trying to get in touch with urban explorers over there and say, can can one of you like 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 show me how to get down there? Because you know, pretty please, uh, because um, you know, 200 miles of pitch black catacomb sounds a bit like one of those you need to know the right people kind of deals. Yeah, because um, you get lost and you that's it. Then. They, they, they haven't responded, but I think that's fair enough because when people ask me, you know, if, if I can show them around any abandoned places in, in, in Shropshire, I'm always, I, I, I ignore them. So, um, yeah, because you want to protect those places, I get it. You know? Yeah, and also protect the people, you know, and it, it's, 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 it's like, well, I, that's I, the last I, thing you want, isn't it? Somebody, yeah. Somebody falling on something and you're like, well, I planned this and I'm mm. responsible. Yeah, that kind of, uh, you don't want that on your conscience. Someone, you know, hurting yourself because of that. Um, so we, last time we talked about um, places you'd like to go, and I can't remember what we said. Um, what is like the ultimate goal for you? Would be like the pièce de résistance. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, what have I got? I mean, like the thing. The thing with me is, I'd like to do like some sort of ancient, ancient, ancient thing, Egypt, things. Because like, I've got this idea. I would love, I would love to be able to prove um, that the, the the pyramids are older than what they are. Because I watched this Joe Rogan episode oh, yeah. once, like when they were like, oh, the pyramids are fifteen thousand years old, and then like people that wrote the old Egypt books that are in libraries now were like, no, 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 no. Uh, there's like evidence. Uh, I'd love to prove that. I saw on on the internet recently. Uh, it was a black and white picture from eighteen something or other, and it was just it was back when the um, the the Sphinx had just just been like newly they're just starting to excavate it and yeah, yeah. all these like members of the public were just sat on it like posing for this big group photo oh and God. i thought you could never do that today no. and God, <laughs> if, I, if i could go back in time i would go back to when the sphinx was like newly discovered and you know you could still climb all over it and you know you know you could probably find so much before before these like um archaeologists and stuff started uh started protecting it you could probably yeah. find so much more. It, it, it's 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 so much fun to do this before it's before it becomes so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 organized and a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it, it's it's protected. It's just, yeah, mm. and everything's a bit more. Everything's a bit more real when when it's um, when it's undiscovered. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think so. And they're still finding things out about those pyramids. Mm. It's still a massive mystery. Uh, I mean, a lot of historians will tell you that they've, they've got it nailed. You know, they know exactly what it is. But there are some people out there that will be like, well, actually, it's not quite accurate. Uh, like the... Oh, I need to find that. I need to find this episode for you to watch because it's, it's fascinating. There is evidence to suggest that when, um, when a giant asteroid hit Central America 15,000 years ago, there is water um, marks in Egypt that suggest that possibly the, the, the destruction that was caused by that affected the pyramids, which was 15,000 years ago. And they were like, that, that shows that there is, and there's also like evidence to show that, uh, you know, sort of South American like uh, natives and, um, and Egyptians have similar sort of uh, architectural um, 
techniques and like that was how how, how does that happen there's, have, there have, have you, to be a have you heard of the pyramid off the coast of japan is there one there is there yeah there's one underwater um i'll have to send you the link at some point but yeah they, they found a pyramid underwater i mean i don't know of... i'm not a big conspiracy theory fan but like there's there's something there that we're missing you know and i, I, I these things fascinate me mm. uh, and so i, I I'm, I'm not a closed book kind of guy i'm not a conspiracy theorist but i'm I'm, a, I'm an open book kind of guy i'm kind of like well maybe there's more to this you know and that they are finding more and that's that's the best thing about history it's like We've we've only got so much to go by. Whereas, like, I mean, like in Shrewsbury, you've got the archives, which are full of just evidence, raw evidence, like everything's written down. <laughs> it's like this is the the most organised place historically you'll ever come to. Um, whereas, like places like the catacombs, like you said, what what's in those bits in in Paris, like that that nobody can go down. Exactly, that's like two hundred miles. Um, well, I can't. I think I know why, but um, but yeah, ex- exactly. And um, you know, you know, one one thing that fascinates me is the Vatican archives as well, oh, because God. you know you're only allowed to um to take out you, you can take stuff out of there um, and borrow it like a library, I guess, but uh, you have to know exactly what it is you're, that, that you want to take out, and then you have to ask for it. So if there's something down there that you don't know about, then you can't ask to take it out. Um, and yeah, there's probably a lot there. Speaking of conspiracies, there's probably a lot there as well. Yeah. I'm not trying not to offend anyone, but um. Yeah, history is amazing, and I think what you're doing is is a fantastic thing because it's a service to the town. I mean, as long as you're doing things carefully and you're being respectful, which you are, you know, mm-hmm. we see that a lot. You know, you're doing a, a really, really good thing. Um, I was going to say, oh yeah, I was going to talk about the power station. I think is it Iron Bridge? Yeah, yeah it's coming down, isn't it? Yeah, the, the demolishing those cooling towers. Is it Monday or is it Friday? I think it's this week sometime. One of the days. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I'm really, I'm really upset by this. I think I feel like uh, they're destroying that maybe so they can build houses on it. I don't know, but uh, it's it's destroying it. Like even even if you look at that and you think, oh, it's just a power station. In a hundred years' time, they'll be like, this is how they made power. You know, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. The, the power station and I have a very um, yeah. We've got we've got an interesting history to be honest because it was the power station adventure which. Um, Made it into the Shropshire Star and um, and kind of gave me a lot of um, a lot of coverage, which uh, so not all of it was positive. Notorious, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I, I kind of like on, on one hand, I think that was an amazing adventure, and uh, and there's a huge part of me that wants to confine it to the past because I feel I feel like I've done better things since then. Um, personally, and I, and I think I've I've um, I've matured since since then as well. Um, I, I, I was my my power station my power station blog was very uh, was, was was pretty cheeky in the narrative. I think it was very well, much well, like, explain the context because I'm not familiar with this. What did um, you do there? I kind of, I kind of just, I, I kind of like said, um, you know, I, I kind of phrased it as um, I'm minding my own business, and suddenly this power station snuck up on me. Whoops! And um, and I'm kind of like, I, I'm disrespectful to the security in it. I feel, and um, you learn though, you're young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was I, at the time when, when I first explored Ironbridge Power Station, I had never done anything that that immense. So, um, so I was very much. What like, did you? Where did you? What did you go? Did you didn't climb up one of those cooling towers, dude. Please don't tell me you didn't. I went inside the cooling towers. Okay. Um, I did climb around the power station quite a bit. There's, you know, there's um, there's a lot to climb. I can it's, just imagine, like in my own head, climbing up one of those cooling towers, getting on top, and going, "Why have I done this? <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible. This is a bad idea." Because <laughs> they're big. They're big. They're pretty big. I mean. Um, I climbed. I climbed a roller coaster in um, 
in Lancashire in the old Camelot theme park. Um, and and that, that that's probably one of the most terrifying climbs I've ever done because it, it's windy up there and you're on a roller coaster. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know, there's something about roller coasters that give you that, 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 that sense of anticipation as you're ascending because you know there's a drop on the other side. And even if you're climbing it, you still get that kind of like, um, <laughs> you, you still get that feeling like, oh, there's a drop at the other end. And um, yeah. and. And it, it's um, yeah, and it, it was very windy up there. So you basically just walked the tracks of a roller coaster, or you climbed up the side of it. Um, yeah, I walked the tracks. Oh my gosh! Ah, oh, it was amazing though, and I would do it again. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, do it again. <laughs> I, I I tried. I, I I tried to climb the the roller coaster in Berlin as well in the in the theme park there. But uh, oh I, god, I, that would have been dangerous. I, like imagine that's really derelict, uh, right? Yeah, I, I I was caught. I I I made I made a sprint for the roller coaster, and security kind of like clamped their hand on my shoulder and um and that was it and um they, they were nice but the germans are very much like rules are rules you know so they were very firm as well um yeah and but uh yeah the um the theme park in berlin though uh, apparently the security guard was telling me that in, in 2014 a um a 90 year old woman snuck into the theme park and she sat down on the ferris wheel and then the wind blew the Ferris wheel, and she went all the way around, and <laughs> and the fire brigade had to come and um, and help her down, and, and 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 that's why the security presence there is is what it is because <laughs> because of stuff like that. And I was for a ninety year old woman snuck into an abandoned theme park, oh, and so it took it took a ride on the Ferris wheel, and this Ferris wheel it it doesn't sound it doesn't sound safe at all. I mean, the wind still blows it, and as it as it's blowing, it makes this horrendous like screeching noise. I imagine, yeah, it's not been yeah, yeah it's not been maintained since um, two thousand and one, I believe, and it's 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 it screeches. So you're walking around this theme park, and you can just hear, <laughs> and oh. um, I just thought this little old lady, she just sat down on the Ferris wheel, probably to pose for a photo, and. Um, <laughs> And suddenly the wind takes her, and suddenly she's up in the air. And I just thought, ninety though. Not, imagine, imagine still wow, doing this at crazy, ninety. Crazy. I mean, I mean, she's she, she's probably she's she's she my new idol, definitely. <laughs> Speaking of Ferris wheels, uh, one of the most famous Pripyat. Mm. Would you? I probably would, um, but at the same time, going back to what we said about Egypt, is it, it's very touristy now, isn't it? Everyone's so everybody's going to Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like there, there, there are probably places you could probably sneak into in Chernobyl. But probably. it's like they they take those Geiger counters and they, it races up the the radiation. So you'd have to be very very careful. I would say if if I if I ever become terminally ill, touch wood. Um, if I ever become terminally ill, I will go to Chernobyl and I will live stream um, my, my final my, my, my final trip around it because I won't I won't have to worry about the radiation then will I I can just you know it's still a puzzle for them isn't it I just read I just read that the 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 massive millions of pounds they spent on the the uh, the cover that's that goes over there what's over it it's, it's falling apart apparently it's like eating it so yeah. they're, they're they're looking for a way to try that they're still like burning it's crazy like, I, I have no idea. There's, a, there's one in Japan as well, isn't there? Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Fugi, Fugi something. Was that was uh, a couple of years ago? It was the earthquake, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's loads of um, there's loads of places like that. Uh, Dark tourism's growing though. It really is growing, and you know, uh, I feel like it's because of um, 
crazy Pub- people like me. Yeah, publications like yours, but more like, you know, the YouTube channels. Like you, YouTube. YouTube's definitely, you, YouTube's actually had some rather worrying uh, ramifications, to be honest. I went to, I went to an, an abandoned school um, in Staffordshire and a bunch of children were there and um, they were following me around because they, they, they were under the impression that um, if they hung out with me, they were going to end up on YouTube. Uh-huh. And, that, you know, they thought I was some kind of famous YouTuber. And um, and I, I thought, you know, this, this is if, if, if I was a small child and I saw a man in, in, a, in an abandoned building, I would run away. <laughs> and, and these ones are, I mean... Uh, these these ones are coming up to me, and they they wouldn't leave me alone. And I was walking around this this school with like a, a little entourage <laughs> of um, of uh, prepubescent little little maggots, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just <laughs> and I'm just I'm just saying, can, can you like leave me alone? But at the same time, I didn't I didn't want to tell them I didn't want to tell them off because I knew that was just antagonise them and get bring out their cheeky side. So I was kind of like trying to ignore them at the same time as a. Uh, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, nothing Scooby Doo, pesky kids. <laughs> but you know, I, I worry about them because because they don't know that I'm safe to be around. You know, it's an abandoned school; no one knows yeah. they're there. And yeah. I'm just thinking, if, if, if you're if you're if you're if you're a small child and you're hearing this and you see a crazy person with a camera in an abandoned building, don't go up to them because you know just just stay safe. That's very noble of you, you know. Because uh, yeah. I, I want, I don't, you know, I, I don't set out to. Um, I don't set out to to um, to get anyone into trouble. <laughs> um. No, you're doing a, you're doing a good thing. I, I, I mean, I, I know people are undecided about you, yeah. um, but I, I, I made my mind up when I first met you and first read about you. I mean, if you were, you know, I've 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 made a, a mission to kind of be a bit more honest with my podcast and things like that. If you were like jumping across buildings and and handstanding off off rails and things, like that, I'd probably tell you. Don't be so silly, but you're not. You're, you're kind of respectful, and you've been doing it long enough. Um, uh, I, and I hope you stay safe, and I hope the trespass thing doesn't ruin what you're doing because you're doing, you are doing a great thing for the town, Thank especially you. with the urban exploring. You know that that the, the, the whole. The, if you're listening to this now, and, and uh, it's still up. Uh, this is going to go out in a couple of weeks. Uh, but if uh, if you still listen to this, go to go to Shrewsbury from where you are not blog. Um, you can go on to. Um, your Facebook page, the links are all there, aren't they? To your yeah, yeah. Shoes me from where you are. Not um, has links to my Facebook, my my Twitter, which I never use, but yeah. go on it anyway. Um, my Instagram, which I do use, and um, it's also got a link at the top to my international blog, everywhere from where you are. Not which um, you know, a, a lot of people don't realise I've got that because they look pretty similar, um, but. Uh, but you'll, you'll you'll see all my Germany blogs on there, as well as my um, my Wales blogs and my Staffordshire blogs, and <laughs> um, and anywhere else that I happen to go. Um, it, it's it's rather unplanned. Another another fascinating one I just remembered actually before we go um, was um, like where they were doing roadworks, and oh, you snuck down the hole. And the, I don't understand the premise of this, right? Okay, so where you'd snuck down to this hole in the ground, and you, there was like that big black wall, and it looked like there was like almost like pavements and things that was that like the ground level then and it's like things have been built i don't understand it or was it like was it a tunnel originally because i i couldn't understand what i was looking at um yeah so um so saint john's hole as i called it because it's on <laughs> it's on saint john's hill so i called it saint it was it was a pun saint john's hole um i got in trouble for that one as well but i don't i think that joke's a little bit too mature for um for the for this podcast but um but yeah um so basically they did some road works they uncovered this the cellar for like the first time in like 200 years or something and um and i just thought okay i'm going down there 
So I went there at night, and um, and from what from what I understand, um, it used to be a um, it used to be groundish level. Um, it used to it used to be a little pathway which ran, runs along the um, the interior of the town walls. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, it connected to the old fortifications allegedly. A bit like an underpass. Yeah. 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 And um, and then uh, it, it got converted into a cellar, and uh, then at some point it got paved up so no one so somebody was like i'll have this slice of land thank you yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. um i don't know it, it fascinates me it, it's it was only like two two very small rooms underground but it, it, it it's the it's what it um what it implies is that um is that there's there's more you know yeah. you know a lot more I imagine. yeah, yeah. If, if roadworks can uncover those in like on, on in like saint john's hill then you know. Imagine if they if, imagine if those roadworks had been by the abbey. You know that you know they could have found something immense down there. You know it's it's one of those things. You find so much digging around by the abbey. I mean, there's just so much there that you can't, isn't there? If if I if I had if 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 I had like one night alone with Shrewsbury and a pickaxe and obviously legal permission, I, you know I I I would just be like a kid in a candy store. I, I would find so much. Yeah. Um. That that's um, obviously a. Uh, hypothetical situation it's not going to happen but it's uh, <laughs> but yeah it's it did you manage to get into old st chad's by the way because i know yeah, oh. that, that was like that was your like ps Shrewsbury. you really want to get in there yeah i believe that i believe the um the hive are using it as a as a storeroom aren't they are which, they yeah well so i've been told so that's kind of like taking the fun out of it a little bit you know yeah. it's kind of but uh it's still be nice to go and have a look around i imagine uh, i don't know uh, there's the have you done the church in battlefield no, I haven't. You can go to Battlefield Farm Shop and you can get the key and there's a church which is a uh, walk across the field and that uh, you can open it up with the key and you can go and have a look on the bell tower and stuff like that. I'll definitely check that out. I will do that. Battlefield Farm Shop, yeah. In the imminent-ish future. <laughs> um, right, okay, I wanted to play a little thing with you before oh we God. go. Three things are, are never demolish in Shrewsbury just straight off the top of your head if the, if you had to protect three buildings straight away bam what would they be because uh, like, oh, uh, I can't ask you what Shrewsbury mean to you because we did that last time yeah um, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to I'm trying to think now so I've, so so there's only three things which I can say you can only save three buildings they're going to demolish all the old buildings in Shrewsbury you can only save three which ones do you choose I want to say I'm 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 going to say the I want to say the bingo hall um, for, yeah? for starters yeah because about 30% of that's been converted into a bingo hall the upstairs is just all in, entirely perfectly preserved 1970s theatre can you go yeah. and look at that um only if you're me, um, <laughs> you know. You, you know, you've got, you've got to get your, you got to get your, uh, your, your sneak on a little bit for that. You've got to, um, yeah. You've got to. Um, I got onto the roof of the bingo hall. What are people like though when you say, "Can I have a look at your such and such"? Are they usually like really welcoming, or they're like bugger off? Yeah, yeah they um, they tend to say bugger off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this this is the McDonald's problem. See, I found out that the McDonald's cellar had another bit of cellar which the public weren't allowed into. And I just, you know, you know, I, I asked them on the last day that they were they were open. I said to them, "Can I please go in and just have a look?" And they were like, "No, even the staff are too afraid to go down there." And I was like, "Well, now I've got to come back when you're not around." <laughs> you know, you, you know, I mean, I mean, the, 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 this bit of trespass is on them. But, okay, the McDonald's cellar is definitely the second place that I would preserve because it's amazing. Okay, um, definitely. So we've got the bingo hall. We've got the McDonald's cellar. Um, Oh, what else? Well, it's really hard for you. Should we make it five? 
No, 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 that's even harder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, dear God. One um, more. One more thing and then the rest of the rest's gone forever. Right. See, I, I'm oh God. See. Um are, are we are we going under the the assumption that I've preserved these to um to retain them as some kind of playground, which so if if I was to say Whatever you feel is important, it's up to you. If I, if, if, if I was to say that <laughs> And I'll tell you my free, I guess. If I was to say the the unpopular decision, which is the market clock tower um, that would only be under the impression, uh, with the understanding that I would be allowed up there at all times, <laughs> whenever whenever I wanted. The highest point in the town. Now we'll do. That. I, I I would save that on on, on that condition because um, I love it up there. I've been I've only been up there once, but oh my god, it, it was the uh, it was the crowning achievement, and that yeah. was in 2010. You know, that was that was you know everything since then has just been every rooftop since then you know nothing beats the clock tower no but um yeah so failing that though i would say the parade shopping center would be my third because i love it and this is the hard thing when you're picking three things because i was going to save the lord hill column but there's two of them so is there i think there's one is one in attingham park oh no not attingham park with follies oh yeah of course the hollies yeah yeah there's 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 twin ones isn't there apparently but i mean I, i would okay i would kill i'll keep the lord hill column uh, because I think it's 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 an important part of town. I'd keep um, the the library, the Darwin thing is is really important to keep. Um, and I've, I'm I'm stuck here between the the old market hall, the, that that little market hall in the town square. Oh yeah, of course. And um, yeah, I'll probably keep that. This uh, signifies shoes, how shoes we found its its fortune. In know? in that case, then can I um. Can, can I can I swap my my, my my final? I want to swap my final my final say for the for the music hall behind the market behind the old market. Oh hall. yeah, the museum because yeah. um because that's uh, that that's got some important like history. The Beatles to played there, didn't they? Yeah, but um but also they've got old uh, jail cells down there because the um the market hall which you mentioned in in the middle of the square used to be the the, the courthouse. Yeah, and the, the the prisoners were detained and put in cells. In the in the music hall before being brought up for their trials. No way, I didn't know that. Yeah, so yeah, you should you should go to the music hall and just they'll, they'll you know they'll they'll let you. They're see. quite cool guys. Yeah, guys. I I really want to do like a piece on on that and you know kind of like taking this really old building and turn it into something quite cool, which is like a little tiny mm. cinema. Yeah, well, I'm going to speak to. Him but about yeah, that. the um the, the music hall. Um, I I first went in there in 2010. Um, by going up on the because it was covered in scaffolding for ages, I went up onto the scaffolding and got in through an upstairs window, and um, I, I heard the rumours that there were jail cells further down, and um, I made I made a dash for them, and I set off an alarm on the ground floor, oh, and, and uh, I had to run. Um, but afterwards, after it reopened as a museum, I went in and just said, "Look, I, I've tried I've tried to get in here illegitimately, <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> but I know you've got jail cells, and I'd really like to see them." And they were just like, "Yeah, sure." So um, hmm. yeah, so the, the music hall folks that they're, they're, they're pretty chilled about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they're quite good. They're quite good. Um, uh, well, they're, they're history lovers, aren't they? You know, the, that's, that's the thing that they they like history. And at too. the end that, of the day, if they're... you're going to write a blog about something cool that's in the building that they want people to go to, it's, <laughs> it's probably a good there idea. Um, and uh, the one place I'd like to go to finally before we go, yep, is the old jail by the the, the, the library. Uh, there's apparently there's the, the that's where the old prison was before the Dana. And apparently it was just a cesspit. It was just like the worst, the worst uh, you could imagine. And apparently there's a white building there and there's still evidence in the basement or something. I don't know. Uh, so we'll have to think about that one. Which one's this? Um, <laughs> I've forgotten what it's called now. 
Um, I'm learning something. Uh, it was on For the Love of Shrewsbury. Let's Google it. Uh, it's not Castle Carpets, is it? No. I know, they've got the a pretty cool old, seller. How do you spell gay, the old jail? Gay, gay. G- G-A-I-O, all the vowels, L. The old the old prison, Shrewsbury. No, not... <laughs> it brings up the Darna. We know the Darna's there. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. Is there a picture of it? Is there a picture of it? Probably not. I don't know. There's loads of jails, <laughs> you know, in Shrewsbury over the time, but apparently there's one by the library that was particularly quite nasty. Uh, oh, wait, is this one under school gardens? Possibly. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. Um, maybe. There's a white building now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, I want to do an adventure with you one day. Uh, we will. We, 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 can, we can do something on location, you know, and we can be like, we are here now in the water. <laughs> yeah, get, get Shane as well. Shane's come on adventures with me before. Oh, he's, he's, he's a boss. He, no, I'm joking. He's, he's saved my, my backside a few times. Um, uh, but yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. No, no worries. On again, like I said, we wanted to do a sequel, and by Jove, we've done it. We've we've done this again. That was a really bad thing to do, bang this. Yeah, uh, yeah this really this table. I'm it's just, the I'm springs on there, like tapping you know. the table, and it's mm. echoing throughout the microphone. We were. I've asked. Uh, I've asked Shane if we can make a really elaborate table on a big round biscuit table uh, with the biscuit logo on there, and he was like, "Okay." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we're gonna make it out of pallets i think we're gonna be like uh eco-friendly we're gonna make it out of pallets and stuff I don't know. but uh, thank you for coming on no, no um, worries thank you for having me guys make sure you check out shoes from where you're not the blog the instagram page and the facebook i won't bother with the twitter we never use it um <laughs> <laughs> but if you see chris about uh make sure you say hello and, and uh you know uh, if you would uh would, would you take suggestions of people places to go I, I I do. <laughs> you do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, people message me saying, "Oh, have you seen this abandoned place here?" And um, and yeah, I I, I I I do check it out, and that's exactly how I did uh, the train station last blog as well. So it yeah. does happen. Um, yeah. yeah, I take suggestions. Yeah, and people have they commissioned you to take pictures pictures of the houses? I think we talked about that last time. Some people were like, "Can you climb up my building?" Or I don't know. Uh, no, nah, that's never happened. No. Um, Oh, I don't know. What am I thinking of? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. If, if if someone wanted to to pay me to take a picture of one of their houses, I would tell them to find a real photographer. There's <laughs> <laughs> all these drones. Oh, the drones are taking off, man. <laughs> See what I did there. Uh, anyway, we better get out of here. Cool. Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, guys, make you. Sh- if uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can check out our brand new website, which is uh, shoesbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk, and you can message us directly from that website. It looks beautiful it's made for us by web orchard and we love them very much for it so check out our website shrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk you can even listen to the episodes off that website without downloading an app i know some people are funny about apps you can listen to the shoes biscuit on your laptop or you can use it on your phone as well so check that out guys and we will be back next week and uh, we love you very much thank you again chris bye bye peace out guys